Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Of the Holy Ghost! Come on, clap your hands one more time under the Lord. Come on, let's lay it on the altar tonight in Jesus' name as we enter, Lord, in the presence of Almighty God. We've entered with thanksgiving and praise unto our Lord. At this altar right now, God, I'm asking you to forgive us, to cleanse us, Lord, of all unrighteousness. Oh, God, we sin, Lord God, we come short, but thank you for the blood of you, Lord God. Thank you for forgiveness and thank you for your... God, I'm asking, Lord, that you would create in us a clean heart, oh God. Renew in us, oh God, a right spirit. Oh God, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart, oh God, let it be acceptable in thy sight, oh God. Oh Lord, let us walk acceptable unto you, Lord, a sweet-smelling savor unto you, Lord Jesus, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord God, of wrong thinking, God. Forgive us of bad attitudes, Lord. Forgive us, oh God, of the things that have offended you, that have hurt you, or our brother and sister, God. Oh God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, we repent right now as a body, as a family of Almighty God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Oh God, thank you for your love and thank you for your forgiveness. You are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, oh God, the scripture says, and to cleanse us, Lord, of all unrighteousness, oh God. And we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. God, we repent, God, and we ask you to forgive this city, this state, this nation. Oh God, every God this whole world, God. We're asking, God, that you would forgive them, God, and bring them to their knees, oh God, in repentance, Lord. We ask you, oh God, to bow the heavens and come down. We ask you, oh God, to send great conviction, Lord God, upon every backslider, God, upon every lost person in the earth, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And God, in Jesus' name, we are asking, God, for a great harvest, God, at this last time, Lord God, this last critical hour, oh God, that we are in, Lord Jesus, God. We believe it, God. We believe in this end time revival, God. We believe, God, you're shaking everything that can be shaken. Oh God, you're shaking the nations, God. You're shaking the world, Lord God. You're shaking the city, God. You're stirring up your people for a great revival. And God, we thank you for it, Lord. Hallelujah, just begin to worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah, just worship the Lord right now. Come on, worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, clap your hands one more time unto the Lord. Oh, let's continue to do that. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. I feel his presence in this building tonight. I feel the presence of a holy God. Hey, hey, hey. 
turn to your neighbor, tell him, I feel the Lord tonight. I feel the Lord tonight. Amen. I wanted to turn your attention to Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5. I want to, before we read, I want to commend this body of people who are here on a Sunday night knowing that your pastor is not in town. <laughs> I'm laughing when I say that, but I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, people get wind of pastors. You, you, got, you, you almost got to keep that stuff secret. It's like, you know, you got to keep that stuff in Fort Knox somewhere, you know, it's a, it's in a sealed envelope behind a vault with a, with a code and a chain and a lock. Don't tell nobody pastors out of town because half the people won't show up, amen. <laughs> but you're in the house of God tonight, and I think you ought to give yourselves a great big hand. We've come to hear from God tonight. You've come to get something from God tonight. Amen. We've come to hear from the Lord tonight. Amen, amen, amen. Hebrews, not Hebrews, not yet, not yet. I know you just looked down. Pastor asked me to obey the Holy Ghost. And as much as I would have loved to have just gone into prayer, I feel like I would have missed the will of God by not giving you what the Lord has given me and so I believe I have a word for you tonight amen I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ tonight same anointing that is on our pastor rests on me tonight not because of who I am but because of my submission to my pastor and to God the anointing is on me tonight and I plan to give you the word that God has given me and I know that you have come to hear from God. Am I right? Am I right? You've come to hear from God. Hebrews 5 and 11. <clears throat> of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered seeing ye are dull of hearing. Somebody say ouch. Verse 12, for when for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. He said, by now, he said, by now, you were supposed to be teaching but you are having to be taught again. When you were supposed to be receiving milk, meat, you're not able to receive that. You still rely on the milk. Verse 13, for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Turn to your, na turn to your neighbor, say, he's a babe. 
Turn to somebody else and say, that doesn't mean he's good looking. <laughs> he's a babe. <laughs> Verse 14. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. I heard somebody. Bless him, Jesus. I need blessed right now. Verse 14, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil, both good and evil. I'm going to preach to you on this subject, a call to spiritual maturity, a call to spiritual maturity. Would you lift your hands? right now and pray that the Lord would help you to receive his word. We thank you, God, for your body. Thank you for these great people that are here, Lord. Thank you for these amazing people of God that have come, Lord, in this building tonight to receive from you. Help us, Lord. Let your word and your spirit minister and change us. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord before you see You can be seated. 1 Corinthians 13 and 11 says, When I was a child, I spake and thought and reasoned as a child. Can I tell you that there was a day, some would say not too long ago, some would say within the past week, there was a day when I was a child. <laughs> it wasn't when I would, I grew up in church and coming to church became, it was our life. It was what we did. It was Sunday, Thursday. How many remember Thursday church back in the day? Sunday and Thursday and revivals and services and prayer meetings and Growing up in the church, you get used to being, being there. I remember growing up and growing up under the pews, and Brother Brad, you can relate to this. I remember crawling under those pews on Marietta Street, trying my very best to get from the back of the sanctuary all the way to the front under the pews without mom noticing. I would dodge those spiked high heels and pick up the bobby pins on the floor and I found your gum wrappers by the way and I found your gum I'm telling you, you're in trouble you're in trouble I'd, I'd see that gum up there, I didn't touch the gum because I was a little bit smart but, but I found the wrappers and I'd take those wrappers Elder Milik and I'd, I'd play finger hockey you know with, with my buddies try to, you take the gum wrapper and you wad it up and you try to hit it into the goal and and uh, I remember, I remember coming to this church, and I remember in the year 2000 coming to this church, and I believe it was Brother C.P. Thomas who, 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 was, who was in the back here and stood on top of that orange ladder and began to preach the Word of God before the building was ever completed and finished. It was gutted, and, and I remember 
Elder Melick, I remember, I remember the, the green, I don't even know what you call it, but it, it was this green material that you would put on the floor to try to keep the dust down. And, and I remember that green stuff being all over. We didn't get away from green for a long time, by the way. We've been, we've been in green a whole long while. And, but I remember that green stuff all over the floor and those men sweeping those floors. You remember that? Sweeping those floors with... And, and getting that dust up. And I, I just remember, I remember coming into this building and being in Sunday school and uh, just being a tremendous example to those who were with me in my class and showing them how to behave and showing them how to listen to the... T- <laughs> I can't lie too long. I'm in the pulpit right now. I remember Brother Vandebark. He's not, on, he's not here tonight, but he would get so fed up with me and my talking, and Brother Andy Ickes, he would get so disgusted with me. <laughs> he would get so fed up with my talking that I would end up in the, in the Sunday school superintendent. Anybody remember a superintendent? I would end up in the Sunday school superintendent's office. And, and uh, <laughs> amen. But I grew up. I grew up. And when I was a child, I spake and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, Paul said to the Corinthian church, I put away childish things. When I grew up, I put away the things of my childhood. Can I tell you tonight from the outset of what God has given me to tell you? There is a call. I miss Sister Gladman. I miss Sister Mary Williams. I miss Brother Bob Spring. There is a call for people in this room to become what God has destined for them to become. God has not called you to come to church and just receive only. But there is a call of God on this Sunday night for some under the sound of my voice to come and to give of yourself in this church. We have, we have stood on the shoulders of giants for many years in this body. Giants of people who were prayerful people. Giants of people who walked into this building full of the Spirit of God and tapped into the flow of the Holy Ghost. This church was formed on people that pray. And I'm glad I'm a part of a church that still prays and still knows how to get a hold of God. But even yet, there is still a call of God going forth to this body. Young, old, uh, in the church for a year, in the church for 40 years. 
There is a call of God going to this body tonight for you to come to where the Lord is. Amen. For you to go deeper in prayer. For you to go to another dimension in your walk with God. Paul told the Corinthian church, when I was a child, I spake and I acted as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. When we come to the church, amen, the church is the body of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. And when new people, new babes come in to the church, they come to the church and receive from the church because, amen, the church as the bride or as the mother, amen, provides what is necessary to the babe, provides the necessary nutrients, amen, to those who have just been born, amen, in to the spirit or the kingdom of God, amen. It is the will of God that this body, amen, sustains the babes that God puts within us, that God puts around us. It is the will of God that we get in the lives of people who are broken, amen, and come from chaos. It is the will of God that the bride, amen, of Christ nurtures the babe. It is the will of God that we provide the necessary milk for survival. It is the will of God. Amen. I've watched you do it over and over. I've watched you go. Amen. To people in this church who are hurting. Amen. I've watched you give encouraging words to them. I have watched you over the years pray for them. I have watched you over the years, Sister Brown, lay your hand on their back and begin to intercede for them. I have watched mama. I have watched the mother. Amen. Minister to the babes. Amen. In this assembly. And I commend you tonight for loving those who God loves. For sacrificing for those who he gave his life for. I commend you tonight for feeding the hungry. I commend you tonight for going to those who are in the jail. I commend you tonight for ministering to the orphan. I commend you tonight for ministering to those who cannot minister to themselves. I commend this body tonight for doing what God has called you to do. But still yet, there is a call of God going out to some in this room. You have, you have feasted on the milk of this body for long enough. It is time for you to get rid of the childish thing. Amen. And come to the church, not just ready to receive, but ready to give of yourself. Amen. So that others can eat. So that others can receive. So that others can be ministered to. That is the will of God. You see, be seated. Milk is easy. Sister Melik, it's readily available. It's readily available to the new babes. It's, it's supernatural. It's a, it's, a, it's a supernatural thing how a mother can, can feed a, a child, really, when you think about it. She 
It's, it's supernatural. It's, super, it's, it's just, it, it doesn't take anything. It's just what mama does. It's just what mothers do. They sustain those who are new. They sustain those who are young. That is what the body does. But after a period of time, that babe in Christ has to get to a place, Pastor Nehemiah, where he is no longer drinking milk but moves on to solid foods. I'm getting ready to be a dad of three, amen. And I remember, I remember, I remember Winston, man. I remember, I remember those spaghetti nights. Y'all know where I'm going right now. You'd have that high chair all clean, all set up, ready to go. And it's spaghetti night. Man, I hate that red sauce. That stuff gets everywhere and it stays everywhere. That, get that spaghetti, I about said moschetti, because that's what Winston used to call it, moschetti. Get that spaghetti on that, on that, on that high chair, and what was on the plate now is on the high chair, and now is all around the high chair, all over his body, head to toe. I remember we couldn't feed him spaghetti without being prepared to immediately go to bath time. You can't give a kid spaghetti and expect them to stay clean. Can I get an amen from a parent? It would be so weird. It would be so weird. Pastor Nehemiah, if I walked, if I told you after service, hey, man, where do you want to go out to eat tonight? You said, you know what, let's go to, let's go to Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel sounds good, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Some hot biscuits, some apple butter. That's the Lord's recipe of apple butter right there. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, man, some pancakes and that syrup. There's a reason we put, we put anointing oil in, in, those syrup, in those syrup bottles, Sister Melick. You know what I'm talking about? I remember growing up, and they would once the syrup was out of those Cracker Barrel bottles, we'd put anointing oil in them. Amen. Some of you probably still do. That's because God made that syrup, amen, <laughs> amen. But it would be so weird. It would be so weird if I went with you to Cracker Barrel, Brother Brady, and we were hanging out, and, and you went to order, and, and uh, you, you, you know, you got this meal, you got this spread, and, and she came to me, and I said, oh, no thanks. I got what I need. This is Lawson's little sippy cup, by the way. It would be so weird if I, as a grown man, carried a sippy cup around like I am tonight. <laughs> carried a sippy cup around, still drinking milk. Not able to digest the meat. Oh, my. Help us tonight, Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you tonight, it's awfully strange when somebody can be in the church for 5, 10, 20, 30 years and still be so unstable, still be fighting the same battle that they were 10 years ago. 
still not able to pray, still not able to get into the flow of the Spirit for themselves. Hear me tonight. Still not able on a Monday morning to get in your prayer closet with God and find the flow of the Spirit. Something is wrong if you, as a saint of God, you see, age, you don't have a choice in. But you do have a choice in spiritual maturity. You do not have a choice in how long you've been in the church. Once you're in, you're in. But you do have a choice, amen, on what, uh, at what rate you grow in the spirit of God. What I feel for this body tonight is that it is the will of God that we become, amen, his body that we become, amen, saints of God who are so strong in our faith that COVID-19 can happen. The church can shut down for three months and we survive on a prayer closet and virtual services. It is the will of God that we become so spiritually mature, amen, that we come to this building not waiting on the milk, but we have come prepared for the meat. You see, be seated. Milk. This smells good. You see, this is a steak. Oh, yeah, that's a good steak. You see, milk is readily available. Milk, you don't have to prepare. It just flows. It's just there. It's just available from the body. But meat does not come in the form of a steak. Meat comes in the form of something that sounds like this. Meat comes in the form of an animal. And it requires, Elder Melick, work. It requires you to take what that cow is and kill it. It takes you, it takes sacrifice. It takes you to cut some things off and separate some things away. Oh, I could stay there for a minute. We got to have a holy church. We got to have a separate church. He said, be ye separate, saith the Lord. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. If you want the meat of his word, if you want the meat or the good stuff of his presence, it takes, amen, it takes some sacrifice. It takes you killing some things in your life. It takes you laying some things on the altar and saying, God, I give it to you. It takes, amen, some getting rid of some things out of your life it takes some separation amen if you want the meat then you've got to work for it but it's worth the work the meat is worth the work 
You've, you've fed on milk long enough, sir. You've allowed the body to sustain you long enough, ma'am. God is calling you to come up, to grow up in him and feast on what he has for you. For I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what the Lord has prepared for you. It is the will of God that we become spiritually mature. There is a great need in this body for people who can get fed all by themselves. You need a pastor. I need a pastor. I'm not saying that tonight. But we should not sustain ourselves on a word from others only all the time. God has given you his word. God has given you a voice. God has given you the ability to pray, the ability to fast, the ability to go after him. It is time the body rises up and becomes mature in him. You hear me tonight. We have split into three services over the weekend and there is a void There is a void. What once was easy to accomplish together, we have now, I'm not calling it, uh, don't misunderstand what I'm saying tonight. There is a, there is a, such an anointing and a power, amen, when the body of Christ comes together, when we're able to all be in the same roof together, amen, and we feel the anointing and the presence of God, amen, but there's moments, uh, amen, in these weekend services where it gets tight and it gets hard and pastor's gone and it's just the youth pastor up here trying to preaching, trying to minister. There's moments it gets difficult and it gets tight. I'm going to just be transparent with you. It's not easy being up here when pastor's gone. We need people, amen, that can come into this room, prayed up in that prayer room, ready to go, ready to worship, ready to pray, ready to seek God, running the aisles, amen, leaping up and down. We've got to have people who... Who it doesn't take 20 minutes into the preaching for you to get where you need to be. We need people who can be ready right from the countdown. We need people who can be ready as soon as they step into the building because they've already received the meat. They've already received from God long before they got here. I'm calling, amen, some people tonight under the sound of my voice to spiritual maturity. Don't come into this building just saying, what will God give me tonight? Don't come into this building just saying, I wonder what I can get. Oh, my, 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 my. There's a time and a place for that. And we need the body of Christ. We need to be encouraged with one another. We need to be in the presence of God together. I'm not saying that we can't come here and receive anything. That's a part of why we come. But it's not the only reason we come. We come so that others can experience new life. We come so that others can find healing, can find direction, can find hope. We're not here just for ourselves. We're here for others. 
Because if you are doing well, Sister Trina, I am doing well. If you are doing well, Brother Andrew, I am doing well. If you are struggling and you are hurting, then there is something that grieves my spirit. There is something that grieves my soul. We are the body of Christ and we've got to get to the place where we can minister to others. In Acts chapter 8, the church was scattered. Hear me before we go into prayer tonight. The church was scattered, amen, out of Jerusalem. And it was Philip, not an apostle, not, not one of the 12. It was Philip who was just, who was just eager to do something for God. It was Philip who took the gospel to Samaria. It was Philip who reached out to the Ethiopian eunuch and showed him the way of truth. him how to be baptized it was the saints it was when the saints amen got activated into ministry it was when the saints of God realized I am more than just a pew warmer I am more than just somebody who attends but God has a plan for me God has hope direction for me God has anointing for me God has power for me Know ye not, the scripture says, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. John 7, he that believeth on me, I referred to it this morning, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That scripture does not say He that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, and is labeled a preacher or a minister in the church, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. It says, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit. God wants the spirit to flow out of the body. In Ezekiel 47, the temple, amen, had a flow coming out of it. And wherever that flow touched, wherever the rivers touched, Brother Chuck, it brought healing, it brought hope, it brought life, it brought sustain, sustaining power to the places around it. And I feel like shaking some of you tonight and letting you know that just as the water flowed out of that temple, it is the will of God that water, rivers of living water, flows out of this temple flows, come on point to yourself flows out of this temple amen and reaches into the dry places around you reaches into the places amen that are dry and barren and dying reaches into the people who are looking amen for something and someone to come and to minister to them know ye not church who you are tonight don't you know who you are don't you know whose you are don't you know who gave his life for you so that you could have power you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you you shall be witnesses unto me in Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world 
He didn't say that for the preacher. We've got to get a mentality shift tonight. The body of Christ has to activate. We have to do the will of him that has sent us. God has power. Amen. He is waiting on you to tap into it. God has anointing for you. He's waiting on you to tap into it. You don't know who I am. You don't know my background. Well, you must not know him. You must not know the kind of people he uses and he did use. God wants to use you. Stand with me all over the building. My heart grieves tonight because a generation that gave themselves that was addicted to the ministry of the saints. A generation is dying. A generation of people who would work a job only because they wanted to give to missions. generation of people who said things like the Lord wouldn't let me sleep tonight. I was up in prayer all night. That generation is dying. A generation of people like precious sister Akins. I love her. I know she can't be here right now. Who would tell me? She told me a lot of things. She came up to me one service. She said, now you know them pants is too tight. <laughs> she said, don't wear them pants again. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> she would say to me, she has said to me, I had a dream about you. Here's what the Lord said. Here's what I saw. They can come to the music. People like Sister Akins who, as early as last year, who, when she was able to come still, she's not just not able to make it now, just body is weakening. Who, who last year would start getting ready at 4 a.m., so she can make it to the house of God by 10 a.m. Because she was so weak and feeble. That generation is dying. Where are the people who will pick up the mantle that says it doesn't have to be convenient. It doesn't have to be around my schedule. Where are the people in this building tonight? There's a call of God going out right now for some people to pick up the mantle that these elders have left where it's no longer about your convenience. Let me say it this way. 
where it's no longer about your will, but thine, but his will, but his plan. There is a call of God in this room tonight. And the prayer that we are going to pray is, God, what is it that you want me to do? God, what is it that you want me to become? I know I've been in the church for 20 years, God, but you have something more for me. What is it? You hear me? If I be a man of God, if I be a man of God tonight, God has something for somebody in this room. You have been here for many years, but God is saying to you that there is yet still more. There is yet still more for you to do. There is yet still another cross for you to bear. There is breath in you, and because there is still breath in you, there is still purpose in you. Because you are still living, and that heart is still beating, God has a specific plan for your life. Who will answer the call tonight? Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And if any man will hear my voice, let him, let him allow me to come in. The Lord tonight is knocking on the hearts of you precious people. Amen. Of people who are good. Amen. In their ways. Amen. But God has something more for you tonight. No longer, amen, will you feast on the milk of the body, but you will be able, amen, to eat the meat that God has prepared for you. Amen. You will be able to digest, amen, the things, the mature things of the, of the, of the word of God, not concerning yourself in envy, not concerning yourself in strife, not concerning yourself in jealousy, and church foolishness and divisions that go on. Amen. God, there is a call tonight. Lift your hands with me all over the building. Come on, I want you to pray right now. I want you to find a place right now to pray. I want you to find a place right now to call on the Lord. We've come to pray tonight. We've come to get a hold of God tonight. It is the will of God that we pray, Lord, what do you want me to do? What is it that you're calling me to do? What is it that you're calling me to become? Oh, God, I pick up the mantle of prayer tonight. I pick up the mantle of intercession tonight. I pick up the mantle of walking in the Spirit tonight. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray.
like everybody to stand to your feet tonight. Plan on keeping you long. I would like, I would like Elder and Sister Melik, I would like for you to come. Chuck and Sister Tina Bell, I'd like for you to come to this platform and join us up here. Sister Anderson, would you be willing to join us on the platform here tonight? Brother and Sister Brown, I know Sister Brown, I don't know if you could just, if we could bring a chair, Brother Andrew or somebody, if we could bring a chair right here on the on the floor, right, right up here, just, just right down here. Brother and Sister Brown to stand here. I just feel, I feel like we need to hear the prayers of our elders tonight. I believe God is going to impart something into us tonight. Amen. When they pray, I want you to lift your hands and receive of the Lord. This has been sanitized. This has been sanitized. tells us to be doers of the word, not just hearers. So we know our commandment is to go out to teach. doesn't say preach. It's not a necessity, but just go out and be witnesses. He used the scripture today about we should be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. That's our testimony. It's our obligation to give our testimony. I have lots of regrets. Been in church. I felt that message today, and I really didn't like the feeling because I was one of the ones that's been in church for 40 plus years. I'm sure there's been a lot of missed opportunities to witness, to testify. And there's no making that up. That's why you have a regret. I'm telling you all now. We have to make opportunities. It's not hard to open a conversation with a stranger. You got something to tell him. He might be just needing to hear the word you got to say. So with that being said, I want to pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. God, this is your people, God, and they're called by your name. 
Lord, and dutifully bound, Lord, to be a testimony, to give a testimony, Lord, in your behalf, Jesus. God, you have saved us, Lord. Oh, God, it was only through a stranger, God, that got my attention one day that led me to this point in life. And I thank God for that man, Lord. Oh, God, I regret, oh, God, Lord, missing opportunities. God, help us as people, as a church, as your body, Lord, to recognize an opportunity when it does present itself. Lord, we are duty-bound, God, if we call ourselves by your name, Jesus, we are obligated, God, Lord, to share this word of salvation, Lord. God, we give you glory, Lord. We thank you for your patience with us, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we could take heart, just take to heart this word, God, and do your will. We pray in Jesus' name. God, we pray tonight, Lord, for this church, for all of us, Lord. It's hard sometimes, Lord, to reach out to others, God. But, Lord, you can lead us and guide us and show us, Lord, the ones that you want us to reach, Lord. We pray for our families. God, we pray, Lord, that this church will just reach out, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray, God, that you'll just love us, Lord, and continue to show us the way to walk, Lord Jesus, as we pray, God, to you, Jesus. We thank you for all that you do. Help us to do your will, Lord your will. Oh, Jesus, we praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God's not just called me and not just called the pastors. He's called each and every one of us to read souls and to win souls. I'm going to pray that each and every one hears what God is telling you. Oh, Lord Jesus, we ask, dear God, that your spirit flows through each and every body and each and every soul and mind and heart. Here tonight, dear God, and that they seek you. Dear God, you're calling for them, oh God. Oh, Lord Jesus, touch them right now. Oh, lift them up, dear God. Give them strength. Give them courage. Give them boldness, dear God. To do the things, dear God, that you would have them to do.
Come on, church. I want you to pray right now. Something fun, something special is on Sister Bell tonight. Come on, church. Lift your voice and pray. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost, we're getting ready to see the greatest harvest we have ever seen in Zanesville, Ohio. We're getting ready to see people, amen, be saved like we have never seen before. I want you to clap your hands and shout. I want you to clap your hands and shout. God is preparing the body. God is preparing his people for the harvest. Come on, rejoice. Rejoice and thank God. Thank God for what he's doing among us tonight. I feel victory. I feel victory in the house. I wish somebody would leap before the Lord. I wish somebody would just praise the Lord right now. He is a great God. And he has given us the victory tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You wait and see the way God uses you. You wait and see what God does through you. You just wait and see what God is getting ready to do in your circle. Just keep praying. Just keep believing. Just have faith. Amen. And what you cannot do, the Holy Ghost in you will do. I said the Holy Ghost is going to do it. The Holy Ghost, Sister Carolyn's going to do it. What you cannot do, the Holy Ghost is going to do. The Holy Ghost is getting ready to do it. Keep praying. Keep believing. They're coming home. They're going to be saved. We're going to see a city turned upside down by the gospel of Jesus Christ. One more time before we leave, lift your hands all over the room. Lord, I pray right now by the authority of the word of God, I pray for sustaining power, oh God, to be on the saints, amen, that you died for tonight. I pray, oh God, that you would keep them. I pray that you would encourage them, oh Lord. Meet them in their prayer time, Lord, in the morning tomorrow. I pray that you would meet them so powerfully, oh God, that they would receive the meat, God, that you have for them, that they would be willing to sacrifice, amen, and carve out some things in prayer, oh Oh God, meet them powerfully. Amen. In prayer this week, in the name of Jesus, we pray. One more time, clap your hands and thank God for what he has done tonight. Don't forget, don't forget tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, we're going to have a celebration service for Sister Gladman. God is going to move in this building in a powerful way. I really believe that. God's going to do something special. Amen. Don't forget that prayer every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. The Youth Center is open for prayer. God bless you tonight. Thank you for being here. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus.
Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.